Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Morning, everybody. We're here on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. This is Solution Smith filling out, uh, filling in for Gerard, who's uh, out today, coming to you from the Element Wealth Studios. Uh, and we have made it, folks. It is uh, it's Friday. Friday, y'all. Rhino, how are you doing this afternoon or this morning? A uh, little pensive, uh, but that's just because of soccer. And uh, we'll find out here in about the next 30, 45 minutes to an hour what our group will be for the World Cup. I have absolutely no idea what that means, other than I know the World Cup happens every four years, and it has to do with kicking around ball. So, uh, you want to you want to unpack that a little bit for me and the uh, the non World Cup experts? Oh yeah, I'll make it short because I know not everybody's that big into soccer. But uh, for those of us who are, the the World Cup does come around every four years. This one's actually four and a half. They've pushed it back. Usually, it would be happening in just a few months, but. Uh, they're playing it in Qatar, and you can't do that in the summertime in Qatar. People would be dropping out, so they pushed it back to wintertime. So it'll be November and December instead of middle of the summer. But the World Cup, again, played every four years. We qualified just recently, and the draw is today at 1030. And uh, with the draw, you find out who you'll be playing in the round-robin part of the tournament, the group stage, where you have groups of four teams those teams play each other, and then the leaders of those groups get to move on to the elimination round, the knockout stage, the top 16 teams playing for the World Cup. And, and if I'm not mistaken, American soccer is much better than we were 10, 20, 30 years ago. We've, we've, oh, yeah. We're much more competitive. Yeah, and it's it's a generational thing because if you look back at 1994 when the U.S. hosted the World Cup, the World Cup was a smaller tournament. It had fewer teams. But even then, because America loves big events, we got excited that World about it. Cup is still the highest attended World Cup. Really? Even with all these other World Cups since 1994, and even after expanding the number of teams in the tournament, the U.S. World Cup in 94 was still the best attended. And we're hosting it again in 2026. Oh, I didn't realize so that. So the excitement has only grown. And if you think about it, it makes sense. If, if you look at American soccer... A lot of people look at soccer as a kid's sport. Right. It's a sport for youth to, to get out their energy. Well, if you have a bunch of kids watching their heroes on the world stage playing in America in 94, those kids grow up with a different passion for it. Well, fast forward, those kids have kids. They watch it in 2002, and you just keep going to where it's grown exponentially, and now you have a completely different generation, and one of the youngest teams going to the World Cup is the U.S. So it's a good 
buffer for when we host it right. next time around. This will be a good experience for a lot of young players that will still be in the team when we host, put on a good show. It really is. Your your point about it being generational is right, and it's interesting because, you know, I, I, in the U.S., you, I played it when I was a kid. I mean, I, I played soccer. But to your point, it was that was the goal. You took oh, yeah. the kids out there. You had them run around. Hopefully you got a nap. And, frankly, that you know, my, my four-year-old and my six-year-old play soccer, and that is 100% the goal. The goal is get out there, run around as much as possible. Uh, hopefully afterwards you have a sugary snack and then crash and take a nap in the afternoon. Orange slices. Yeah, or, if you're lucky. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, we, donuts, the all all sorts of garbage. But you know, you've been running around, so they've they've kind of earned it. And that's one of the perks of being six years old. But but you don't it. it, it but it, when I did it, for the most part, you did it about you know ten eleven, and then it was only a tiny little group that continued on. And there's so many more people who do it, um, and so much more awareness about it. And it's interesting. And I know you know this, but I mean, it is the dominant sport worldwide. I mean, oh, you yeah. go to almost any country in the world. Um, and ask them what sport they're thinking about. Uh, soccer is going to be uh, is is going to be the sort of dominant uh, the dominant sport wherever they are. Oh yeah, just look at world headlines for the last week or two, and look at how many big countries have been excited, overjoyed that their team qualified for the World Cup, That's or right. the countries that didn't make it, and all the chaos that ensued because they were expecting to get to go. Whereas here in America, yeah, we qualified for the World Cup. I'm pretty sure they had it on Sports Center, but was it big news, nationwide news, where everybody was excited? No, it's a little bit smaller here. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. Well, I, I hope whatever you uh, whatever gets you outside this weekend, people will be able to take advantage of the phenomenal weather that we're oh, having yeah. right now. I mean, it is just uh, it, it's incredible. We, we've we've earned it. I, there's that sort of small period of time in Mississippi where the rain stops for a little while, but it's before it gets so hot that you don't want to leave uh, your house or your porch. Uh, and, and man, are we in it right now. I mean, you know, whether you, you want to go walk or run or uh, fish, golf, whatever it is, uh, today's, a, today's a heck of a day for it. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful this afternoon that's what my afternoon is going to look like. Well, the CPR Fest is returning to the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi tomorrow. Uh, you'll be able to see Three Doors Down along with uh, Seether, Bad Flower, and uh, many other rock bands all together for one incredible show. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum box office. You uh, you headed down there? I, I know there was some discussion of that yesterday, right? I am seriously considering it. It'll, it'll probably all depend on how excited I am about the draw and whether or not I'll, I'll be focused on that if we get a nice easy draw like if we get drawn into group a and we get to play the hosts qatar who are well they're just not good so that'd be that'd be a good draw and then i'd be okay cool i'm excited got some good energy going why not make a little mini road trip down and and check it out yeah but if you are going to go and you're looking on Ticketmaster, uh the, the easiest way to find it is to search for the mississippi coast coliseum and then you'll be able to find it there just click on it and get your tickets or if you don't want to worry with Ticketmaster, you can just show up and buy them there. Well, we got a we've got a great show today. Hope you'll uh, hope you'll find a way to spend the uh, spend the next couple of hours with us. We've got Steve Azar coming up at ten twenty. Uh, Steve, as you know, is a a songwriter, a musician, a, a host here on Super Talk. Uh, but he has he's written uh, what I hope uh, after today or after the governor signs the bill is going to be the new state song. You know, we we for years have had "Go Mississippi" as the state song. It it was uh, adopted as the state song back in the Ross. Barnett era. 
Um, it, you know, as, as I've said before, in addition to the fact that it's got this kind of uh, not great connotation historically. It's also just kind of a bad song, you know. It, you separate out the history of it, the fact that it was supposed to line up with uh, Ross Barnett's uh, campaign song. It's just unpleasant to listen to. So uh, even without the history, it'd be time for a change. And uh, it feels but, like an off-brand alma mater song. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly right. Um, but the song that uh, Steve has written uh, really is just a great celebration of the state. Um, it, it's pleasant to listen to. I listened to it uh, with the kids on the way to school this morning. They let me uh, they let me play it twice before they asked for "We Don't Talk About Bruno" uh, for the last little bit. So uh, so they like it. I like it, uh, and I think it's a song we can be uh, we can be proud of. Uh, and so Steve will be on here at ten twenty to talk a little bit about that jt mitchell the news director at super talk will be on uh at 11 o'clock there's been a lot going on uh at the legislature and and otherwise in the state this week and so we'll get the opportunity uh, to talk to him we're we're closing in on sine die uh the final day of the legislature uh theoretically on paper it's next wednesday april 6th but uh, i think there's a, a decent likelihood that they'll head out uh, sometime uh, over the weekend or early next week. At noon, uh, we've got senior United States Senator Roger Wicker uh, with us for a segment. Obviously, there is a lot uh, going on in Washington right now and around the world, and Senator Wicker's been a, uh, a very uh, vocal leader in areas uh, like defense, uh, the war in Ukraine. He's talked a little bit about uh, the new uh, Supreme Court uh, justice who's been appointed by uh, by President Biden, and we'll get the opportunity to talk to him at noon. And then hopefully, uh, Chairman Josh Harkins will be with us uh, at the twelve thirty hour. Senator Harkin, Senator Harkins is the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee. Uh, he's been working hard over the course of the last three months on a number of issues. I think the one that uh, most of us have paid the closest attention to is uh, the work done uh, on Mississippi's tax structure. Uh, and I, I look forward to talking to. Chairman Harkins, if he's able to join us uh, about uh, the historic tax cuts uh, that were passed, you know the the legislature has passed, and the governor's expected to sign uh, the largest tax cut in Mississippi history, even bigger than the the tax cut we're still phasing in uh, from five years ago. So people will be able to put more money in their pocket, and our state uh, will be more competitive uh, as we go to recruit uh, businesses and high net worth individuals who can come down here and help grow our economy, and and that's a direct. A direct result of the hard work of Chairman Harkins, his colleagues in the Senate, Speaker Gunn, uh, Chairman Trey Lamar, everybody at the legislature. So know that will be a good conversation if he's able to join us. We are uh, in the final days of the session, so he may end up getting uh, stuck at the Capitol. But we've got a great show today uh, here on uh, Middays with Gerard Gibbert. This is Lucian Smith filling in for Gerard here from the Element Wealth Studios. Bob Boyd Honda, we pride ourselves in getting our customers the best deals around. Usually that means when we're selling cars, but right now... Bob Boyd is in the market to buy! We're offering top dollar for pre on autos, trucks, and SUVs. Come by, talk to our dedicated team, and discover what a great time it is for Bob Boyd to buy back your used vehicle. Any make, any model. 
Whether you're selling or buying, at Bob Boyd Honda, you get a deal. deal. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Famine. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. Good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Whatever a farmer can dream. Slug burger, shrimp ball, catfish fried up in oil. Oh, good gosh, you mighty. Just a husk of hot tamale now. Now that's Mississippi. America's music birthplace where rock and roll was made out of our gospel and blues and that pure country tune. Oh, authors and poets so profoundly stoic 
and imagination of a child. Let their words run wild. Come on now. Now that's Mississippi. Good morning, everybody. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard Gibbert here on Middays with Gerard Gibbert, coming to you from the Element Wealth Studio. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. What what a great uh, piece of music to come into. We've got with us uh, on the phone uh, Mississippi's Music and Cultural Ambassador. Uh, Steve Azar. How are you doing, Steve? Lucian, good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, you uh, you playing some golf this afternoon? No, no. We had a show last night in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and uh, heading to uh, the races this weekend uh, to be with my, my wife's family from Arkansas. We're going to go to the Arkansas Derby and uh, and just spend a little time with, with our parents, my, my in-laws and sister-in-laws and brother-in-law. Well, that, a good weekend. That, that's a good way to spend a weekend, and uh, Ryan and I were just talking about it. It's it's great weekend for something like that, being half inside and half outside at some races. Oh, yeah, we can't wait, I'm, and they're off. I'm ready to hear it. I'm ready to hear it. Well, look, you must be uh, – I, I know we're not quite uh, to the point of being able to uh, to celebrate yet, but we're very close, as you know, to uh, to your song being the state song of, of Mississippi. That's got to be a, a source of excitement and, and pride for you. Man, this has been the wildest ride. Um, it, talk about the music business being a wild ride. So it's been so many – it was deja vu. You're chasing sort of a number one record. You're trying to get there, and or you're trying to, you know, and there's just so many things that have to happen and have to, to you know, the stars have to literally align. But I, I can't tell you how much Team Super Talk, all my, just the folks that I've gotten to know in time and over my lifespan of playing music in Mississippi and moving back home and uh, just the work and the, the amount of bodies and souls and minds it took because I'm, I believed in this because I had four years under my belt of playing it for folks uh, after writing it, and everybody that I ran into, that's got to be our state song. That's got to be, and it wasn't something that I planned on. It just, it just kept happening, and so, you know, it, this took a lot of people to make this happen, and I'm so grateful to everyone. And uh, it's, I got to tell you, Lucian, of all the musical moments in my life. Anything that I've ever done in my career, this is the by far. This will be the greatest, uh, the greatest thing to ever happen musically in my career. I think that. that's that. That's saying something because you you've uh, got a lot to be proud of musically. Tell us a little bit, Steve. How how did the song originally come about? How did you come to write the song? Well, you know, Governor Bryant, he brought me in. He said we had we have the bicentennial, and he goes. Uh, I know you stand for all Mississippians, and I made the joke. I said, well, I I have to because I need all the fans I can get. I can't decide. <laughs> I can't take sides. And and, and I mean that in tongue-in-cheek, but I do mean that. Um, you know, he said, I'll never forget it. He said, Steve, I need you to write a song for Mississippians. And then I said, okay. And he goes, and I want you to... Make I want to make I want something that children can sing, and when he said that, I said, "Oh man, I, I got chills! I got chills now thinking about that moment." And I wanted him to let me go 
<laughs> but he wouldn't. And But the more he talked, I realized how passionate he was and how important it was for me to get it right. The song wrote itself. I'm telling you that. And those are the best ones that that happen because they come from true honesty. Once you learn the craft of writing songs, when you really know how to do it, you're waiting on those inspirational moments where you can, where it just flies out, and it's a no-brainer. The chords, the melody, the guitar, everything just happened on the first take. There was no me thinking anything. And, and so I did want to make sure that I incorporated all of Mississippi and I wanted to, and that was a long process. So I knew it was going to be probably as long as American Pie, you know? <laughs> so, so that was the only thing. But yeah, it was a great moment. And then when the children at St. Joe learned it, where my, at my alma mater, and from K through 12, and they came in with no, with no lyrics, they knew them. And we got to do that performance and that recording. That's when I said, well, I text Governor Bryant and I said, that's what you wanted. Look what just happened. And so he was so moved, and and I was moved. And now there's schools I'm hearing around the state that have already learned it. Some, you know, one school in Columbus, uh, an, an intermediate uh, middle school, and Olive Branch. And so the goal now is to take it to the take it to the kids and let it be their song that can unify us all because we are one Mississippi, and it's time that we. You know, anytime you can have a, a something that represents being one, I feel like I got it right. And like I said, I feel like I didn't write it. I feel like good Lord wrote it. But at the same time, I think we got this one right. And uh, it's I got to tell you, man, I, I'm struggling talking right now because if this has been an emotional ride. I'm sure. It's something I wanted so bad. And I almost wanted it too bad because I knew what it would mean to me. Uh as far as my career is concerned. And everybody in Nashville that knew me knew that I had to have Mississippi on every record, hmm. that at some point I'm going to turn the corner. And when I moved home, I was able to stay true to all of that. And and all my last records, you know, my last couple records have been that. You know, I made a record with four BBs, one of Elvis's, one of Little Milton's, and some of my guys in the documentary from two albums ago. And then this my Mississippi reunion was basically an idea that Craig Ray said. He said, Steve, why don't you put a record together of all your new songs? And I had four new ones. And One Mississippi was one of them wow. that I'd really never released on an album. So then there was Rosedale, there was Midnight, and there was Coldwater that I got Cedric Burnside to join me with. So, you know, it's an interesting thing. My time here and my time with Visit Mississippi and as the music and culture ambassador, it's actually helped develop me further as a Mississippi songwriter. And Springsteen's got the Jersey Shore. Bob Seger's got Detroit. Mellencamp's got the Midwest. And I feel like, you know, my calling's always been Mississippi. That's great, Steve. And of those four places and and those four musicians, I think I'm sticking with you in Mississippi. Well, listen, just FYI, I don't fit in their world at all. I mean, these guys are superstars, and I'm, I'm, you know, I, I didn't want to put myself in that category. What I meant was I I meant that it was important for me to be honest, and there's no way I live in any other state and grow up in any other part of the world where I make music. It had to be Mississippi. It was in the water, and I just happened to be swimming in it one day, and then the game was on. You know, And so it's been a heck of a career, 
and it's been a lot of ups and downs, I got to tell you. But I've been married to the same wife uh, for a lot of years, over 30. We're closing on 32 years. Got three great kids. Our kids were born and raised mostly in Nashville, but they got to spend enough time in Mississippi before they graduated to understand what it felt like for me to grow up. And it definitely mattered and changed their uh, complexity of who they are and added substance to them. So this whole ride's been, been a true blessing. Well, it's one of those things that I think is so typical in a wonderful way about people who are from Mississippi. I mean, with, with relatively few exceptions, I feel like when our when folks who are from here go somewhere else, whether it's for their entire career or for a part of their career, I think they, for the most part, continue to think of themselves first and foremost as Mississippians, even if they're living in Nashville or New York or Los Angeles or wherever. You know, I think I think there's a great attachment to the state from people, uh, no, no matter where they end up going and making their careers well i can tell you this that you're right about that and i have had a little taste of people saying oh my god that reminds me of home thank you but when when one mississippi was written it was another level so so the people that have responded about to this song it's been i've had men men that don't usually cry cry wow. you know what i mean said i've cried and i love hearing that allegiance to a place that they grew up and uh, it reminds me of home. It takes me home. I feel like I'm there. Um, and also, this song I know is a unifying song because I have seen people from all demographics, from all places in Mississippi, from all walks. Everybody's, everybody seems to be in. So that's a beautiful thing. And the doubters that are, I hope that we'll, I'll, we'll convince them in the long run that this was a good thing. I, I have no doubt that we will. And, and Steve, thanks for being with us. And thanks for all you've done you uh, to promote Mississippi and, and to help us get a song I think we can all be united behind. Thank you, brother. It feels great. And y'all have a great weekend. Blessings. I love our Mississippi. Hey, you too, Steve. Thank you so much. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard Gibbert here on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 69. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 45. Your Saturday, a beautiful day, mostly sunny, high near 77. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 48. And for your Sunday, picture-perfect sunny skies, high near 78. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for the trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331 Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. 
I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate to plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Unless someone successfully sues to challenge redistricting plans, the 122 House districts and 52 Senate districts that will be used in the 2023 elections are set. Each chamber approved the other's plans Thursday without debate. A couple of House districts that had stagnant populations in North Mississippi will be moved to areas that showed growth, one to DeSoto County, the other to Harrison County, and one Senate district is being moved from southwestern Mississippi to Rankin and Smith counties near the Jackson metro area. Legislation that would require the Department of Homeland Security Secretary to submit a comprehensive southern border strategy is being supported by Congressman Michael Guest. We have to hold people like Secretary Mayorkas responsible. We have to bring him before Congress and then is he, if he is still refusing to do his job, I think that we have to look at taking steps to possibly remove him. I'm Kelly Bennett. Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages. If you are a homeowner, don't get stuck in the dark. Let Taylor Power Systems protect your home against outages with a standby power generator. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your home. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Yeah, I ain't got a fever. Up 
the train. She said, oh, yeah. Good morning, everybody. This is Lucian Smith filling in for Gerard Gibbard here on Middays, coming to you from the Element Wealth Studios here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hope you're having a good Friday so far. You know, I, I think uh, we, we had a great conversation with Steve Azar just now, and I think we're we're getting close to uh, Mississippi having a new state song. Uh, the uh, the legislation to uh, enact a new state song to make one Mississippi our state song has passed the House Chamber uh, and the Senate Chamber. Uh, it, it was held on a motion to reconsider in the Senate, which uh, which is just a procedural thing that slows it down a little bit. But uh, once it's passed, it's very unusual uh, for. For those motions not to be tabled, and so I, I would be surprised if that motion to reconsider doesn't get tabled, which will send that bill on to the governor, and uh, that bill does a few things, but it makes one Mississippi our uh, state song, it repeals Go Mississippi, and it sets up a, uh, a commission uh, that's going to research whether there might be uh, other uh, genres uh, the, uh, of state song that we might also want to consider so you'd end up with one mississippi and maybe there'd be a, a gospel or a country or some other uh, sort of state song but I, I i think we're i think we're very close to it look if you want to be part of the conversation join us on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395 that's 601-875-879-4395 uh, and remember uh, not to text and drive you know it, it, it's tough if you're a conservative not to like Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, uh, you know whether you agree with him uh, on everything or not, uh, Governor DeSantis has done just a fantastic job of standing up to the woke mob that's out there, and, and that's one of the biggest changes I think we've seen in politics in this country in my life. And, and it's I think it's facilitated by social media. It's egged on by. Uh, by the mainstream media, but if, if you don't um, if you don't adhere to this sort of new secular religion uh, about whatever crazy left wing woke idea they've got, then they send the the woke mob on you. They'll they'll blow you up on Twitter. They'll have people uh, saying, "Hey, you need to resign. You need to disappear." And you can see these examples over and over and over again of of public figures, whether they're celebrities, uh, media figures, will say something that I think to normal sane people. Um, is just common sense, but but they don't, you know. It's it's not part of this almost religious belief uh, in things like you know children changing their gender at will, and so you you don't you don't perfectly adhere uh, to what the folks in in San Francisco and, and New York think you ought to be thinking, uh, and they come for you. And and Governor DeSantis, I think, has done just a tremendous job uh, with this uh, this bill that's gotten so much attention and been covered. I think so dishonestly in the mainstream media, and he has uh, he, he has not given in. And clearly, it would have been easier for him to give in. It would have been easier for him uh, to say, "Okay, well, maybe we ought to tweak it a little bit." And, and this is this bill that that the mainstream media has labeled the "Don't Say Gay" bill. 
And the way that it was covered, this is a bill that was passed by the Florida legislature uh, that, that Governor DeSantis is expected to sign if he hadn't already signed it. Um, and the way the mainstream media portrayed it, they said that it, it made it illegal for school teachers uh, to use the word gay. That, that's how it got reported by the mainstream media. And I, I, I will confess, and I'm a little embarrassed by this, when I initially saw the mainstream reporting on it, I thought, well, that's that's a crazy idea. But why, why in the world would you make it illegal for teachers to be able uh, to discuss the topics that, that they want to discuss? Well, what was left out of that discussion, what, what was so dishonestly left out of the framing from so much of the mainstream media coverage, is that bill didn't say you couldn't use the word gay. It said you couldn't talk about sexual activity or gender switching with children aged in kindergarten through third grade. Now think about that for a second. You, 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 you shouldn't have to pass a law. But Florida had to, prohibiting teachers from talking about sex, sexual activity, gender switching with children who are kindergartners through third grade. That, that shouldn't be controversial at all. And the only reason it became controversial is because of very dishonest left-wing media activists, which is what so much of the mainstream media is. They are pushing not an effort to tell the truth. They're pushing an effort to push a narrative so that they can achieve the political objectives that they've got. And I I think Governor DeSantis uh, did a fantastic job of challenging the narrative uh, that people tried uh, tried to push on that and telling people the truth. Because when you poll in Florida, even Democratic primary voters, and ask them about the substance of that bill, uh, by pretty good numbers, the majority of those voters would prefer a prohibition on that, which makes perfect sense. There is no reason for any teacher to be talking to a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old about sex. And I think that's something that every parent, every person ought to be offended by. Uh, but there is this this agenda that's come from the left now to, to take parents out of the equation. Th- this view that I think is all about power uh, of suggesting that parents are just one of many different uh, people who ought to uh, have a role in bringing up a chil- uh, bringing up children, and that's that's crazy. It ought to scare you as a parent. It ought to be something that you find offensive. But it, to me, it's a perfect example of the way that the the left in this country uses the media to sort of change the change the goalposts. I mean, when you hear a description of that, if, if you're not somebody who's got the time, and most people don't have the time to sit there and go pull the bill up on the uh, the Florida Senate webpage uh, and read all seven pages of it to know exactly what it does, you're going to get your news. Uh, hopefully you're getting your news from Supertalk because you're going to get better uh, framed up, more honest reporting here than you are if you are getting your news from the New York Times or CNN, so make sure to stay tuned into Supertalk so you can get the truth. But if you're, most folks are going to catch a, a few seconds of that story on the radio or on CNN, um, you're you're going to you're going to think that this is some crazy law that prohibits people from even saying the word gay. And you know, you saw it at uh, at the Oscars uh, on Sunday, or it, I didn't see it at the Oscars, but I saw it later uh, on, on Twitter. It wasn't the most 
uh, talked about thing at the Oscars, but this joke that the uh, the media, or excuse me, that the three comedians made, where they were going to really make Florida mad by saying gay over and over and over again. Um, but that's just not what the law does. What the law does is prohibit public officials from, in all in, in intents and purposes, being able to uh, to talk to children uh, about uh, about sexual activity look uh, kelso in ocean springs has you know asked this question and i think it's a legitimate question is the law actually needed are there lots of florida teachers jumping at the idea of teaching kindergartners about sex uh, just like there are tons of uh, trans kids trying to play sports in mississippi look I, 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 and he he says or she says i apologize kelso uh that it's a false panic the question's not whether there's tons of people doing this. It's whether, as a matter of public policy, uh, it's something you, you want to prohibit. Uh, and I think this is a, an example where I, I would think that we could all agree whether whether or not this is a, a tiny little fraction uh, of teachers or whether this is a huge number. I don't have any reason to think that Florida has uh, hundreds or thousands of people doing this. But There were certainly enough of them to have a wide variety willing to talk on national media about it. Yeah. You, and, Being worried about whether or not they could talk about them and their partner going paddleboarding. No, you're exactly right. There's a there's a number that's greater than zero. Yes. I mean, th- this is not a bill that says we're not going to let you know Martians teach your children. This is, and it's not prohibiting people from any, uh, you know, any sort of uh, orientation from being able to teach. It's simply saying that when you're teaching people from uh, from kindergarten through third grade, that this is not a topic that that is appropriate, that you shouldn't be able to discuss it, and that other conversations along those lines need to be uh, age-appropriate. And I, I, don't think, uh, I don't think that at all uh, is something that, that ought to be controversial. Now, I'll tell you the opposite of that in terms of DeSantis standing up to the woke mob is what you've seen from Disney. Now, Disney uh, has gone full woke on this. This isn't the first time, uh, disappointingly, that Disney has gone full woke on something. But Disney is putting out statements uh, about how this law never should have been passed, uh, how the governor should veto it, how it ought to be repealed by the legislature or struck down uh, in the courts. And, you know, I don't know the answer to this question, but I wonder, does that mean Disney actually supports Letting people talk to first graders about sexual activity? Or is it just that the corporate leadership of Disney uh, is so afraid of having the woke mob uh, come after them that they feel like they're going to put this out there uh, to try to protect themselves? Uh, but it's gonna, we're going to see it's going to be quite the fight, and there's going to be plenty more uh, to discuss on that topic uh, over the course of the day and over the course of the coming years. Look, this is Lucian Smith, uh, and this is Middays uh, here on Super Talk Mississippi coming to you uh, from the Element Wealth Studios. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May Cotton, was down 16 to 135.53. July Cotton was down 14 to 131.93. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were down twenty two and a quarter to fifteen ninety six per bushel. July soybeans were down twenty and a half to fifteen seventy seven and a half per bushel. May corn was down fifteen and a quarter to seven thirty three and a half per bushel. July corn was down eleven and a quarter to seven twenty one and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle were down two cents to one thirty seven ten. August live cattle were down twelve to one thirty seven ninety five. May feeders up two cents to one sixty six fifty seven. August feeders down a dollar to one seventy six fifty seven. At the open, the Dow Jones down seventy two points, thirty four thousand six oh six. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Okay, Mississippi, I can't leap the Beau Rivage in a single bound, but I do feel like a superhero because my parents got informed and we're vaccinated. So together, we stay safer and save lives. Vaccines are safe and available for children ages 5 to 11. If you were fully vaccinated five months ago or longer, the best defense is to get a booster. Be a superhero the Mississippi way. Get vaccinated or boosted today. Got questions? Connect with a physician of the Mississippi State Medical Association by visiting the MSWay.com. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Antifreeze. Don't drink that. Why? Because it'll kill you. Oh. This message brought to you by the United States Department of Condescending Paternalism. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. 
Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard Gibbert uh, coming to you from the Element Wealth Studios. This is Middays here on Super Talk uh, Mississippi. I kept, I kept waiting for the song to start there. It's like surely surely the drums are coming in here in a second, but I, I, I didn't want to steal anybody's opportunity to catch a little bit of it, but I, I, I still think we kind of missed it there. You know, we were we were talking before um, about Ron DeSantis, this crazy, dishonest media coverage of the bill down in Florida that just says you can't teach little children about sex, which again, I, I, you know, if you, if you have a problem uh, with a law that prohibits teaching seven year olds about sex, there's a problem and it's you. I mean, let, let's just be very honest about that. There, I don't think there is any uh, argument on the other side of this. Well, Disney, uh, which has gone ultra woke in the past, has also gone ultra-woke here. They've put all these statements out condemning the law, condemning Ron DeSantis. Um, and I, I think people are going to have uh, choices to make. The, the um, you know Thomas and Greenwood asked a good question about whether people who are regular Disney visitors uh, are going to continue uh, going to to the Disney parks? Um, you know, I, I think. And look, we're we are Disney Plus subscribers in my household, and it's something we're going to think about. You know, our my kids love the content that you get from Disney Plus. There are a bunch of movies that you know, Rhino, you and I grew up watching. Uh, it's the only place to get Star Wars. Anymore. The only place to get Star Wars. I finally got my uh, my six year old to start watching the the Clone Wars cartoon series, oh, yeah. and, and you know he, he was. I tried to get him to watch the original shows, and they're they were a little scared by A New Hope. It was you know for a six year old and a four year old, it was more it was, it was more shooting and you know force strangling than they were you know you, you accustomed to watching on television. So we've eased into it with the cartoons, but it is going to make people. Um, I think it's going to make a bunch of us sit back and think. You know, do we want to keep giving our money uh, to people who uh, who are pushing an agenda that's so badly out of touch uh, with what a lot of us believe in? And and it's been interesting. You know, there's a small but growing movement on the right, um, and I I'm planning to support it as it grows uh, of people who are creating alternative content, alternative products. Uh, for for conservatives, because it's become so apparent that the people who create the culture in this country uh, 
you know, whether they hate you personally or not, they hate what you believe in. Even uh, very middle, what I would think of as very middle of the road beliefs, like not indoctrinating young children with sexual content. Um, there are people who, uh, who, who just, who hate that view. And Disney is showing very clearly, uh, whether it's a sincere belief or just something that they, uh, are pushing because they think it'll protect them from the woke mob. Uh, and it's neat to see that people are coming out and giving an alternative. You know, the, the Daily Wire, which is the company that uh, produces uh, Ben Shapiro's show, uh, and Ben's a, a good conservative, does a great, has a great program pushing back on this sort of thing. Uh, you know, they announced, I think yesterday, at least in the last couple of days, that they are coming out with Daily Wire kids. And they've always been clear that their goal was to be much more than just a political talk, uh, political news company, that they want to be full content creation, generating content. And, and I think as a parent, and I think parents ought to be excited about this, you know, it's nice to know you can turn this on and know that the people who are, you're giving your money to, they don't hate your values. You know, they, they don't think uh, the, the sort of values you're trying to instill in your children are, are offensive and hateful, uh, and they're not engaged in some sort of uh, indoctrination uh, effort. Um, and so I think there's going to be a move. There's, there's another uh, great one we'll talk about later uh, with uh, with Jeremy Borsig uh, has come out with his own brand of razors uh, now that uh, now that Harry's razors has dropped uh, dropped their advertising from the show. But I think there are a lot of us who are sick and tired of taking our hard earned money and turn it over to people who hate what we believe in. And I think there's going to continue to be growth uh, in these sorts of companies that are going after a tremendous uh, market uh, in this country. Well, this is Lucian Smith here in the Element Wealth Studios on Middays with Gerard Gibbard on Super Talk, Mississippi. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. 431,000 jobs were added to the economy last month. The unemployment rate falls to 3.6%. Our policies are working, and we're getting results for the American people, which is what it's all about. President Biden at the White House. Average hourly pay is up 5.6% over the last 12 months strong, but less than inflation. Insulin prices would be capped at $35 a month through any group insurance plan under a bill passed by the House. Minnesota Rep. Democrat Angie Craig sponsored the bill. Prescription drug companies uh, who are selling insulin today really are uh, robbing the American people. Republicans like Washington Rep. Kathy McMorris-Rogers argue... This bill does not bring down the cost. It only shifts the cost. That the House bill would not help other drug costs or the uninsured. Fox's Jeff Manasso. It's not clear the bill can get through the Senate. It would need the support of at least 10 Republicans and every Democrat. America's listening to Fox News. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. 
Find out more at madisonsellers.net or stop by today. Madison Sellers on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Do you know your indoor air quality score? Today, one in five people suffer from or have allergy or asthma. 90% of homes have indoor air quality problems. Over 25 million Americans suffer from asthma. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and our indoor air quality is two to five times worse than outdoors. Call 1-800-SOLUTIONS today. Green Home Solutions is the best decision you can make towards improving your family's indoor air quality. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Attorney General Lynn Fitch led a bipartisan coalition of 44 attorneys general this week, urging TikTok and Snapchat to give parents the ability to monitor their children's social media usage. Fitch says many social media platforms allow parents to use parental control apps to monitor their children's content, and it's time for TikTok and Snapchat to do the same. A final verdict to the Jackson Trash Saga was released Thursday by Special Chancellor Judge Jess Dickinson giving the right of authority to award waste disposal contracts to Mayor Lumumba. Dickinson found that the city council does not have the power to negotiate or award a contract to potential waste contractors and can't amend Lumumba's emergency declaration. Since the current contract with waste management has expired, Richard's disposal is expected to step in as the provider of waste disposal for the city of Jackson immediately. Why join Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation if I'm not a farmer? Let's start with the valuable discounts on vehicles, travel, farm equipment, and much more, all of which would cover the cost of your membership. Throw in the insurance products, smarter banking, and agricultural advocacy, and the choice is clear. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. The teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Vice President Kamala Harris will be in Greenville today to highlight the administration's commitment to small business owners. She'll be speaking at Delta Center State at 1. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith declined an invitation to join her because she had previously scheduled events in Tate and DeSoto counties. Her office did say she's confident that because we're the hospitality state, Harris will enjoy Greenville, the Delta, and her visit to Mississippi. This could become Mississippi's new state song. I see one Mississippi, there's a man no Two Mississippi, where a mockingbird sings out on the Lawmakers passed a bill yesterday that would make Greenville native Steve Azar's One Mississippi the new state song. The bill now heads to the governor's desk for his signature. If you'd like to hear the entire song, log on to supertalk.fm. The biggest rock show of the year is here. CPR Fest 20. All day this Saturday. Outside on the front lawn of the Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. With three doors down live. Bad Flower. 
Dead Poets Society. Energy Drink and Miller Lite welcome CPR Fest 20. Featuring the CPR Fest homegrown stage. Come party with thousands. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Coliseum box office right up till showtime. 11 bands for just 35 bucks plus fees. Don't miss this one. It's CPR Fest 20 this Saturday. Gates open at 1.30. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Good morning, everybody. This is Lucian Smith filling in for Gerard Gibbert here on Middays uh, in the Element Wealth Studios here on Super Talk Mississippi. Go to elementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Uh, with us in studio is JT Mitchell, the news director uh, for Super Talk. How you doing, JT? What's going on, Lucian? How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. How you doing? I've never had the pleasure to uh, come in studio with you yet. So well, thanks I- for having me i'm I'm glad you're here you having fun so far so good you know they uh, as far as i know they hadn't pulled the license after an hour of me being on here which is not yet i haven't noticed that that is that is my bar for success (laughs) when i fill in is coming off and making sure super talk continues to be able to broadcast (laughs) oh man all right well it's april fool's day you got anything in the works no i i I, uh no plans at our house i'm hopeful my children don't come back with ideas from school rhino you got to have something don't you oh yeah i have uh some some audio that i discovered that i have haven't heard since high school that I'm sprinkling in throughout the show. So if you <laughs> if you hear any PSAs that sound a little condescending, that that's what I'm talking about. I was thinking about it last night, uh, doing the old Oreo toothpaste trick and bringing it up here to the office. But I thought that might be a little cruel. Uh, you're gonna have to unpack that one for me. I, I remember that that was a thing, you know, but you, I don't remember. Yeah, you, you take them together, put all the cream to the side, fill it with toothpaste, put it back in the package, put oh, it in the kitchen a, in there. That's, that's not a bad idea. That's cruel, though. Um, it may be too late for me to pull that off this year. I didn't want to get fired either. <laughs> I, you know, I did not want to get fired. All right, well, let's talk some news. Yeah. Um, I'll listen to your interview with Azar, my man Steve Azar. That's awesome. That's very cool. We're getting very close there. Yeah, I look forward to seeing what other songs get selected. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't even looked at what the specific genres are. He's contemporary music. He's contemporary, but as I understand it, I don't think they specify the other genres. I think they just say this committee is going to consider potential other genres, I think is how that's going to work. You think they put some oldies in there? You know, some Elvis, maybe B.B. King? Yeah. You that, think? Maybe um, a little gospel? Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the legislature, I've gotten word from sources in the Senate as well as the House Looks like they're going to go home for the weekend, come back on Monday, okay. and hit appropriations hard. Oh, that's interesting. So there won't be a weekend of uh Does of not seem as if. Um, but I, I got a little news for you here, JT. The uh, the motion to reconsider that bill uh, that, that creates the state song was tabled this morning. So that bill now goes to the governor. Good. And that's happened since uh, since we came on the air at 10. Good, good. I figured that was going to happen, but now it's official. And so we'll see about this $1.8 billion. That's a lot of money. It is a huge amount. 
And we're sitting here in the Element Wealth Studios. Um, and so we kind of dug into the numbers with Senator Harkins a few weeks back. And if they don't appropriate it all, I know Speaker Gunn would like to see half or half kind of this year, next year. But it looks like a pretty penny will be lost to inflation. So say half is appropriated the state this year, half next year, the state will lose around $71 million. Say none, which is not going to happen, but say none is appropriated, the state loses around $140 million. That's the effect of inflation on that, mm-hmm. uh, that amount? As okay. of February uh, this year, then inflation rate's 7.9%. But we'll see. I know a bunch of cities and counties out there have been stressing the importance of getting it out. So help me understand, the House wants to appropriate Excuse me, the Senate wants to appropriate it all now or most of it, and the House wants to kind of roll it out over the course of time? Yeah, so pretty much Speaker Gunn's argument is, you know, we don't know. There's a lot of unknowns. So how about we do half now, and then next year we reevaluate? And I think it's a good idea, but you do also have to consider inflation. And I think that's what Senate Finance Committee Chairman Josh Harkins is saying, as well as Senator Hobson, is we're going to lose money. Which makes sense. And Chairman Hopkins, excuse me, Chairman Harkins, I'm hoping, will be yes. in with us at 12.20 this afternoon. Uh, good. I hadn't even looked at the lineup. I just knew that I was supposed to be on, and I made it on time. I missed a couple of weeks ago. I was a little late, but I'm, I'm here today. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Um, so that's going on. We also had that Outdoor Stewardship Fund pass. That's right. That's interesting. Um, and that, that was another one that got kind of caught up between the House and the Senate having strong, differing, differing views, right? Yeah, that's been um, an act in the saga this year. So... What that will do is, instead of coming from taxes, it'll be a direct appropriation, I assume, from the general fund. And federal grants federal grants will match that, and it'll go to our, um, you know, wildlife, outdoors, fisheries, parks, all of that good stuff. And it, it's been very successful in other places. Georgia's a prime example. They went full in, and they've improved a lot of their outdoor stuff. And this is funded, am I right, by sort of a diversion on sales tax? Like, you're, it's not an increase, but it's right. a penny that you were already giving sort of goes over to this fund. Is that the idea? I think, yes. Okay. Um, originally, they wanted to come – the House, their argument was um, we wanted to come from the sporting good tax, and now it's just a direct appropriation. Okay. So um, that happened. Equal pay happened. I know um, – Representative Cockerham is stoked about that one. What else for the legislature before moving on? That's really all I want to talk about from the legislature. It was a it was a busy week though. We're getting we're, the end is nearly inside oh, man, here. JT. It's almost here. I thought it was going to be today actually, but it looks like Monday. So I can wait. Well, that's great. I know they'll all be glad to get a weekend. And if they, they don't work, they work very hard through. over the weekend, I don't have to work very hard over the weekend. <laughs> so I hope they go home and relax. I imagine there are a lot of journalists who are happy they get to have a weekend yes. instead of sitting up at the Capitol. There's a lot of journalists happy this, it's almost over too. No, no doubt about it. Um, y'all too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> So today we have Vice President Kamala Harris coming to Greenville. She's going to be speaking about uh, the current administration's impact on businesses and communities. Really? Yep. Why Why Greenville? I think so. It was two days ago. It was a big speech talking about how the current administration is um, trying to grow small communities, and she specifically referenced the Mississippi Delta. And so she's coming down. Um, to She'll be speaking at Delta Center stage. Never been there. I assume it's open to the public, though. Interesting. Well, that's yeah, that's great. We'll we'll see what uh, what gaffes the vice president can make here in Mississippi, as opposed to doing it uh, in other parts of the world. If I was there, I'd definitely go. I think that probably super interesting. Yeah. Um, today is the effective today. UMC services are no longer part of Blue Cross Blue Shield for commercial users. 
Is there? Can you explain that a little bit more to, to folks? So if, if you're out there and you're listening and you're part of the school or state Blue Cross Blue Shield, you're fine. Otherwise, which is still thousands of Mississippians, if you rely on UMC, you're not fine. So they couldn't come to an agreement on money, as, you know, it's always the situation. It goes back to money. So now Blue Cross Blue Shield says, okay, well, we're just not going to include you on the network. And so, which is not great, I don't think. No. Um I'm trying to stay objective, but not great. And so if you're a commercial user, you can't use UMC unless you want to pay a larger out-of-pocket. Okay. So that's going to be that's going to negatively affect. And Blue Cross is, if I'm not mistaken, the single largest private insurer in the state. Yep. So that's going to affect a lot of people. But I think there's still hope that they can come around. This happened in 2018, and it was months after the deadline, and they came back. It happened in 2018 with UMC. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Lewin Woodward, she said, we're just asking for what academic medical centers like New Orleans, Birmingham, and Memphis get. Yeah. Well, you know, th- there was a similar fight, uh, you know, it's been nearly 10 years ago between uh, Blue Cross and the Merritt hospitals. And Governor Bryan, I, I was working for him at the time, ended up issuing an executive order uh, effectively forcing Blue Cross to put the merit system back into back in network, and that got extensively litigated. Uh, but but these fights, they, to your point, they do crop up from time to time. Well, that's a sensical move because UMC is vital to the state. Absolutely. I was talking to my uncle this morning at breakfast, um, and he's from Cleveland, and he said, "I want to go to those real hospitals in Jackson." I'm not no no <laughs> no nothing. There's great hospitals all around the yeah. state, but there's centers like Children's Mississippi. Um, it's the only level one trauma. It's the only um, keep going on pediatric emergency room, right. OBGYN emergency room. Um, it's vital to the state, and so we shall see how that plays out. All right, that's some tough stuff we're talking about. We talked about politics, we talked about medical. Let's get out of that. Um, let's talk about something fun. Grammy Museum and BB King Museum have been go. named the two of the top ten best pop culture museums in the in the nation. Wow. Yeah, have you been? No. Well, I've been to the BB King Museum. Um, I have not been to the Grammy Museum. Yeah, fantastic! You got to go. Yeah, only one outside of Los Angeles. I know and in so, Mississippi. I remember. Uh, I remember when it was getting built, and I'm I'm embarrassed that I hadn't been out there. But it's awesome that that's here. You know, us like you said, us in Los Angeles. It's fantastic, man. And it's not huge, um, so it's an easy two hours, if that. And it's awesome. Um, so top ten according to USA Today. Wow. On the subject of entertainment, you probably saw the slap that shook the world. <laughs> I did. I was not watching it live. It's the first time I've regretted not watching yeah. the Oscars before. Next year, I think people are going to tune it a little it's bit more. It's going to be good for ratings, no yeah. doubt about it. Um, but we did have a Mississippi winner that got overshadowed there. Oh, really? Lucia Harris, rest in peace. She passed away a couple months ago. She um, documentary about her produced by Shaquille O'Neal as the... Uh, she changed the game for women's basketball. Yeah. She's the first and only official women woman to be drafted to the NBA. Made a short film. It's on New York Times. You can find it on our website as well, and it won Best Documentary for this year's Oscars. Well, that's awesome. What's good? Uh, it's good to see Mississippi getting a little bit of uh, getting getting a little bit of national love there. I think the slap uh, overshadowed every award this year. <laughs> I, I think will that's tell you that. Right. Um, all right. Well, well J- I hear that music coming in. Hey, JT. Thanks for being with us. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard Gibbert here on Middays, coming to you from the Element Wealth Studios on Super Talk Mississippi. Lucian, thank you. Thank you.
Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero-Turn More package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer, and that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Ice. Watch out. Why? Slippery. Oh. This message brought to you by the United States Department of Condescending Paternalism. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. On Super Talk Mississippi.
morning, everybody. This is Lucian Smith here in the Element Wealth Studios, uh, filling in for Gerard Gibbard on middays on Super Talk Mississippi. Go to elementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. You know, Rana, we were talking earlier about Disney and how Disney's gone full woke uh, over this, uh, you know, some people have rebranded this bill and called it the um, Don't Indoctrinate Children bill. Uh, but, you know, Disney's put out this statement talking about how terrible it is. Governor shouldn't have signed it. Hope the court strike it down. Hope the legislature uh, gets rid of it. And, you know, it's so, it, no reason to, to rehash. I mean, I, I just think everybody should agree that public officials shouldn't indoctrinate children with regards to sex and far-left gender ideology. No reason for that conversation to come up when you're talking to a five, six, seven, eight-year-old. You ought to be talking about uh, how to read and math, not uh, whether boys can become girls and vice versa, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I asked earlier, uh, you know, do you know if it's a sincerely held belief by Disney or is this just sort of something they're saying because that's the secular religion, that's what you're supposed to say to make sure the woke mob uh, doesn't come for you. Well, you know, Fox News has done some great uh, reporting on this recently that I, I think illustrates the point very effectively that this has nothing to do with sincere belief and everything to do with money. Um, and they, they've listed uh, a handful of the countries where Disney is planning to uh, expand the Disney Plus service, and we were talking about this before. Disney Plus is a subscription-based service in the U.S. It's got the right to Star Wars, the Marvel movies, the the I think the entirety of the Disney catalog. So whether you want to watch uh, Peter Pan or uh, I think they also have the uh, National Geographic catalog of oh, all their documentary movies. They very well may. I mean, it's great. It, it, it if you bracket their politics, it's it's great content. Um, I mean, I, I, it's something we subscribe to, although we're going to be thinking about that. But they're expanding this service overseas. And, and here are a few countries that they're thinking of moving into. Libya, Oman, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, which one of the things all those countries have in common is homosexual activity is illegal, in all of those countries. In Saudi Arabia, one of the possible penalties for engaging in homosexual content, excuse me, engaging in homosexual conduct is execution. So, you know, Disney in America is very woke uh, and, and wants this bill struck down uh, or, or, or and is condemning the leadership in Florida for supporting this anti-indoctrination law, but they got no problem going and making that money uh, in other countries uh, where they're literally executing people uh, for engaging in conduct that over here uh, is, uh, is, is protected uh, as, uh, as private uh, conduct in a free society. It's just, it shows the hypocrisy that's coming from Disney, and I, I think people are I think people are, are getting fed up uh, with that sort of hypocrisy. And I also think people are getting frustrated, uh, you know, not the loud folks, not the folks who show up and pick at your company because you didn't uh, you didn't adhere to these far left uh, ideologies. But I think regular people who are just trying to live their lives, educate their children, do their job, they're sick and tired of every company. Uh, having to have uh, some sort of uh, some sort of political ideology. I mean, if I go buy a bottle of water, 
I, I don't sit there and go, well, is this Republican water? Is this Democratic water? Are these Do these people want to raise my taxes or lower my taxes? I just want to know, is the water clean and can I drink it? And I think that's true of, of almost every product that's out there is I think most of us don't, you know, you don't look at it and go, is this, is this a good conservative chocolate chip cookie or is this, uh, is this sort of a pro-socialist chocolate chip cookie? You know, that's just not, that's not how we think. I'm, I'm sitting there going, is this just a tasty, is this, is this a good sugary use of 400 calories eating this cookie? And I think that's how most people are and they're sick of it. And, and there've been a few businesses that have come out and said politics is not going to be part of what they do. Uh, there was a letter two years ago from the CEO of Coinbase. You know, Coinbase is uh, one of the several centralized exchanges that you can buy uh, cryptocurrencies on and, and trade crypto, hold crypto. Um, and he sent out uh, a letter that was published uh, on Medium, so it was open to the general public, to his employees and said, look, Coinbase is uh, – we're our job is to run a really well-functioning company where people can trade crypto. We, we are not uh, going to, on company time, engage in political activity. We're not uh, going to, as a corporate entity, take uh, social and political positions. We've got a function, and it's to run our business, and we're going to do it well. And you should keep your political conversations outside of the office. And we, as a company, are not going to make them a part of what we do. Uh, and there were a lot of people um, who worked at the company who were very angry at that. Uh, and he offered, uh, you know, that is the moment that a lot of CEOs would have come out and said, look, I messed up. I apologize. I, I didn't mean to be hateful by saying you you couldn't be political at work. Um, and instead, he said, look, if you're not happy about it, we will offer you a very generous severance package so you don't have to work at a company that won't let you be political and you can go try to find one. And I, I hope we see more of that from corporate America because, you know, I don't think it's healthy as a country that you, you've got to start deciding every product you buy, every service you purchase, uh, are, are these, you know, is this, are these people on your team or not? And ultimately, in the long term, I don't think that's going to be good for business. I, I think the people who sell the most are going to be the people who uh, are, are able to sell it to everybody without people having to say, ooh, those people are Democrats. Ooh, those people are Republicans. I don't think that's good for business. I don't think it's good for the country. And I hope there'll be more people uh, like the Coinbase CEO who will step up and say, look, we're not about politics. We're about business. We're going to get our business done. Uh, and uh, and that's it. It is funny to me when you look at the different breakdowns of ideology, which ideology would get upset that they couldn't be political at work. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, it's, it's one ideology is like, OK, that's cool. The other other ideology is like, oh, my goodness, you are infringing on me. You're oppressing me. It's crazy. And it, it speaks to, and I, I think some of this is generational too. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 41, so depending on how you count it, I am either one of the oldest millennials or one of the youngest uh, Gen Z, uh, excuse me, Gen X folks. I'm, there's no risk of me being Gen Z, <laughs> but it, it, it is. It, it's interesting to me these younger folks who just have wildly different expectations of what it means to go to work than anything I think you or I were ever brought up with. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, my view always was you're supposed to show up when your boss tells you to show up. You're supposed to do the job you agreed to do. You're supposed to work hard at it. Um, and then, look, I, my 
whole life I've been engaged in politics. I mean, I've always been engaged in, in conservative activism and in elections. Um, but on, on my time, I never have expected anybody I worked for to, uh, to allow me on their dime, uh, to go engage in politics. Um, and it also comes down to just sort of the work ethic. It's interesting. It's different. The, there was a story recently, um, Goldman Sachs, which, which as you know, is one of the largest, the wealthiest investment banks in the country. If, uh, you know, if you, if you go, if you get a job at Goldman Sachs, it's incredibly difficult to get a job at Goldman Sachs. It's the sort of place that, you know, you've got to spend, uh, years. You've got to have top grades. Uh, you got to have just an incredible sort of interview when you go in. But if you get hired at Goldman Sachs, you're pretty much made for life. You're, you're a 22 year old who's making six figures. And so I, I think we can all agree if you're 22 years old and making a hundred thousand dollars plus a year, you've pretty well won the lottery. The, the Goldman, now it's not, yeah, a then, pl- it, then it's up to you whether or not you're going to actually use it wisely. Well, now at 22, that, I'm confident if I was making six figures at 22, I would have blown the bulk. I, of that I would have been very, irresponsible at 22 with six figures now I would have had a blast oh yeah it'd have been fun it'd be it would have been a fun way to burn a bunch of money but these goldman these kids at goldman sachs are they're threatening to quit because they say there's too much work they're saying they don't want to work five days a week uh they don't want to work hundred hour weeks and that historically was always the deal it was you know you're going to work hundred hour weeks your life is kind of going to suck but you're going to be made for the rest of your life, and that was the bargain. But I think there's a, just an entirely different culture now uh, with uh, with younger folks about what they expect out of a work environment. And I, I, I wonder if that will change over time or if we're going to see uh, working cultures change. Y'all, thanks for being with us this morning. This is Lucian Smith here in the Element Wealth Studios on supertalk.com, filling in for Gerard on Middays. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 69. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 45. Your Saturday, a beautiful day, mostly sunny, high near 77. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 48. And for your Sunday, picture-perfect sunny skies, high near 78. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. 
a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Have you heard? Trust Care Kids is transforming children's health care. From newborn care and routine appointments to urgent care available seven days a week, we provide the best care and the best experience for you and your child. Like our jungle-themed rooms, filled with interactive screens and games. Your child will be comfortable and you'll be confident in the care. Schedule your appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Kids. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Attorney General Lynn Fitch led a bipartisan coalition of 44 attorneys general this week, urging TikTok and Snapchat to give parents the ability to monitor their children's social media usage. Fitch says many social media platforms allow parents to use parental control apps to monitor their children's content, and it's time for TikTok and Snapchat to do the same. A final verdict to the Jackson Trash Saga was released Thursday by Special Chancellor Judge Jess Dickinson giving the right of authority to award waste disposal contracts to Mayor Lumumba. Dickinson found that the city council does not have the power to negotiate or award a contract to potential waste contractors and can't amend Lumumba's emergency declaration. Since the current contract with waste management has expired, Richard's disposal is expected to step in as the provider of waste disposal for the city of Jackson immediately. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601-922-4444. What decisions are being made by state lawmakers, and how will they affect you, your family, and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fl.
Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at one, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbons on Super Talk Mississippi. Morning, everybody. This is Lucian Smith here in the Element Wealth Studios, filling in for Gerard Gibbard on middays on Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, thanks for spending your uh, your the final few minutes of your Friday morning with us. We're uh, we're a few minutes closer, a few hours away uh, from the weekend here. And I looked it up, Rhino, during the break. The starting salary for a Goldman Sachs analyst, I'm talking 22 years old, 21 year, years old. Right out of college. Right out of college is $110,000. You know, for $110,000, I don't think it's uh, – I don't know that I really think you ought to be uh, be worried about uh, having long weekends and whatnot. That's, that's sort of the bargain. Uh, there was a similar situation in Apple. Uh, Tim Cook announced that uh, he wants to – bring everybody back to the office. They've been remote for the last two years because of COVID, uh, and a bunch of these, presumably mainly younger workers, uh, have threatened to quit uh, if they don't let them continue to uh, continue to work from home. And it's just maybe it's necessary because labor is so tough to find right now, but it's amazing to me the extent to which these big companies, Apple, Facebook, Google, are almost afraid of their rank-and-file employees. And it feels to me that that's what's driving a lot of this wokeism is, well, gosh, if we don't give in to whatever the you know, uh, purple-haired 21-year-old doing some coding says, then by golly, they're going to walk out on us. So let's let's go to the furthest uh, extreme to protect ourselves. And I just think it's – I think people are getting fed up with it. But, um, you know, it, there may be a reason that I'm not running Facebook. But if I was running Facebook and a bunch of people said they were going to quit if we didn't let them sit at home and keep working in pajamas, I'd probably say, well, that's fine. We'll get somebody to replace you. But – uh, you know, there, there there are more than a few zeros between Mark Zuckerberg's net worth and mine, so he may have he may have figured it out. But it, it's definitely a cultural shift uh, from from what it was like when I was starting to work. And it's weird, especially with the the Silicon Valley jobs. It, it's strange that, yeah, I get it. It's it's your own house. You want to work from home, but those offices aren't like your typical walk in and you're in a cubicle and you're there for eight hours a day and That's you've right. got somebody breathing. You got a break room at the end of every aisle with a fridge full of Red Bull and whatever you want, and you walk down the hall and you got a masseuse. You go down the other hall, you got somewhere to take. And it's it's crazy what they offer in some of these places. Right. I mean, it, it it's you know you got uh, pool tables and ping pong and uh, cold adult beverages, uh, as I understand it. Oh I mean, yeah, that, that's. That is not beanbags in in the office for your chair instead of having an office chair. That's right. I mean, I think some of them some of them never want to leave. So it's sort of it is sort of amazing. But I, I I think that's just 
a shift in what people's expectations are, and it goes back to what we were talking about where folks think uh, that the place that they work has to be a reflection of their personal political values, uh, which I think is deeply unhealthy for business and deeply unhealthy for the country. I mean, you know, for the most part, um, I don't think people want to think about that sort of stuff. We'll join uh, Good Things with Rebecca Turner live today from the Spring Open House event at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton with the Makita Tool Trailer and Big Savings. Uh, then come back tomorrow for Buy One, Get One uh, Plants with the Garden Mama Nellie Neal from 8 to 10. Food, live music, and door prizes, uh, along with all your spring lawn and gardening needs this Friday and Saturday at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. You know, Rhino, it's, uh, it's really been interesting to watch the evolution of this Hunter Biden laptop story. Oh, yeah. Like like you, I'm old enough to remember when that was Russian disinformation. Well, uh, that wasn't that long ago. Well, it was, you know, a year, what was it, a year and a half ago about? It was yeah. fall of 2020. Y'all, y'all will remember uh, that the um, this laptop was found, that Hunter Biden allegedly had left his laptop at a laptop repair store in New York, or maybe it was in Delaware, but somewhere uh, had left his computer there. And somebody, uh, when he never picked it up, the owner of the store, uh, I think, turned over the hard drive to Rudy Giuliani. And the the laptop was full of salacious content. I mean, there there are all sorts of pictures you couldn't show uh, on a on a family show. And I'm, I'm very confident I can't discuss on a family show. But uh, I wouldn't Google it on your home computer. Uh, but the the more troubling part, I mean, I, it's it's no secret that Hunter Biden has struggled with drug addiction, uh, and that, to my view, is is his issue. I mean, plenty of families have had somebody who struggled with addiction. The problem that concerns me with it is there are all these allegations that Hunter Biden was making tons of money off of the, his father being the vice president of the United States. And Joe Biden, during the campaign, said he had nothing to do uh, with he, he knew nothing about uh, Hunter's overseas business dealings. Um, that he didn't have any interaction with those people. And then we we saw photos of Joe Biden playing golf uh, with some of the people that Biden, excuse me, that, that Hunter was representing. There, there's this language in one of the one of the emails where he's having to set aside 10 percent uh, for uh, for the big guy that Hunter is setting aside 10 percent of the equity in some deal for the big guy. And the allegation uh, was that here was a company that was benefiting from the fact that Hunter's father was the vice president of the United States uh, and that uh, Hunter was uh, setting aside some equity for Joe Biden when he left uh, the Obama administration and went back to private life. And so that the, the not just Hunter Biden, but that Joe Biden personally might be profiting off of this sort of international grift that uh, that Hunter was running. Well, the, these emails were all in uh, this laptop's hard drive. The the New York Post wrote an article back in I think October of 2020 that detailed what was in there, and the entirety of uh, the international technology uh, industry, the Facebook, Twitter, uh, cabal. And the mainstream media all locked arms to tell people that uh, that it was a lie. Uh, there was a story signed by, uh, I think it was close to 50 former senior intelligence analysts 
uh, include, and I'm not just analysts. I mean, senior leadership, uh, former CIA directors, who said that that story had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. I mean, they they worked hard uh, for you to not believe that the story was true. They they went so far, you may remember, as to keep the New York Post locked out of their Twitter account. Uh, until the New York Post agreed to delete the tweet, which they didn't. And we were told that uh, it, it was it, it was hacked information, it was probably Russian disinformation, and they uh, so they wouldn't let that false information be spread. Well, now, uh, now that Joe Biden is comfortably in the White House, uh, now that he may or may not be running for re-election, so it may not matter, well, now both the Washington Post and the New York Times have confirmed that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. So all the stuff we were told back in 2020 about how this was Russian disinformation, about how none of this uh, was real, how we couldn't even talk about it because it was probably lies, well, that's that's now been confirmed. And, and i got to say, it, it just blows me away, uh, the hypocrisy from, from the media uh, and, and the hypocrisy from these tech companies, because it, you would barely know uh, that that laptop was real uh, from, from following the media coverage. There's been a, you know, it, it was buried in a longer story about investigations into Hunter Biden's, in the New York Times at least, it was buried in a longer story about investigations into to Hunter Biden's tax status. It wasn't some sort of headline. Now, contrast that uh, with the way that the Trump family was treated. And now, if you're a conservative, you listen to Super Talk, it's no surprise uh, that uh, the conservatives get treated differently uh, than uh, than liberals do by the mainstream media, because that's the way it, it always is and always had been. But I don't know if you remember this, Rhino. There was a uh, an episode early on in the Trump administration where Ivanka Trump went on 60 Minutes, and she was wearing a uh, a very pretty apparently very expensive bracelet it was, it was like a ten thousand dollar bracelet which you, maybe you have to be an associate at goldman sachs to buy something like that but it, it, it a little was, out of my price right yeah so you you and me both but it, it anyhow she wore this bracelet well she still owned a uh, she still owned this company that sold jewelry and that company began to promote that particular piece of jewelry after it was seen on 60 minutes there were multiple stories from multiple outlets about whether Ivanka had violated uh, some specific piece of federal law by her company trying to sell this bracelet that she had worn on 60 Minutes. I don't think anybody really cared about that. I don't think the media really cared about that. But it was a major story because their objective was and is to embarrass the Trump family uh, because he's a Republican. Whereas here we've got credible information that Hunter Biden uh, may be selling influence to foreign powers. Uh, and what does the media do? They bury that story for years, and when they finally report on it, they put it in the 25th paragraph of a story that most people aren't going to read. That's just the way that it is. This is Lucian Smith filling in for Gerard Gibbert here in the Element Wealth Studios on Super Talk Mississippi.
It's time to reserve the car you deserve at Bob Boy Honda. You probably know that there's distribution issues impacting automakers across the industry. But that won't stop us from getting you the ride of your dreams. Here's how to reserve the new car, truck, or SUV that you want. Step one, come to Bob Boyd and test drive a car, truck, or SUV. Step two, reserve the Honda you want from our huge allocated inventory arriving daily. Step three, when your ride arrives, come down, pick it up, and it's that easy. Come on to Bob Boyd Honda. Let's give you a deal. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. More than 100,000 livestock producers who suffered forage losses from droughts or wildfires in 2021 should soon begin receiving payments under a new USDA disaster program. The Emergency Livestock Relief Program, or ELRP, which is expected to pay out more than $577 million in the first phase of payments. Ranchers who have approved applications through the USDA's Livestock Forage Disaster Program, or the LFP, for forage losses will receive payments from more expensive supplemental feed costs under the ELRP. USDA stated that on Thursday, and the payments should be delivered within the next few days. The ELRP comes from $10 billion in disaster aid provided by Congress last fall, which included $750 million specifically for livestock producers. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. 
to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Liquor. Don't drink that. Why? Mine. Oh, this message brought to you by the United States Department of Condescending Paternalism. My family reunion is going on today. My relatives have all flown in from places far away. As we sit there eating chicken, it hits me like a truck. I don't like half the folks I love. <laughs> me and my former best friend had a big falling out. Good morning, everybody. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard here on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios here on Super Talk Mississippi. Go to Element Wealth, myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Today on uh, In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, you'll hear an interview with songwriter Philip Lamonds, who has written hits for the likes of Hootie and the Blowfish, Craig Morgan, Kelly Pickler, and many more. Uh, In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by VisitMississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock on most Supertalk Mississippi stations, supertalk.fm, and available everywhere you listen to on podcasts. Well, we're getting close. It's almost uh, it's almost noon, and then we'll be uh, even closer uh, to it being the weekend. I hope everybody's having a a happy Friday, uh, Rhino. You tell me they're they're starting to select World Cup placements. Yeah, like anything FIFA does, they have to drag it out and take their dear sweet time. They have finally finished drawing pot one, and America's in pot two, so we should know what group we're in soon. Well, I, everybody listening, not everybody listening, I at least will know more about what's going on with the World Cup uh, after these three hours than I, I have uh, probably <laughs> since 1994 and when we hosted it. So uh, the great text here from Jason on the C Spire text line, and you can be part of the conversation by texting in the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Please don't text and drive. Not going to read everything here, but uh, I despise Donald Trump, he says, uh, but the media was terrible to Ivanka uh, and to Barron. Uh, and, and people would have reacted very poorly if the same thing had happened uh, to the Obamas. And I, I think that's exactly right. I mean, I I remember, uh, you know, it, it's one thing with adult children. Uh, I still think the children ought to uh, be left out of it. Uh, but, I mean, I remember at one point you had major commentators who were, uh, who were basically making fun of uh, President Trump's youngest child, um, because he looked exhausted coming back from a trip. I mean, I think he was maybe 13 years old. I just think that sort of stuff is beyond the pale. Kids, uh, especially uh, children who are actually still uh, children, not not adult children, they didn't make the choice for their parents to be public figures. They, they didn't make the choice to be in public life. And I do think the way uh, they've been treated, uh, the way they were treated is terrible. But there's a, there's a massive difference between that uh, and saying, look, it, it, there are at least emails. Maybe this, maybe there's a misreading. Maybe that's not an accurate representation of what's going on. But I mean, you, you could very easily look at Hunter Biden's emails from that laptop that we were told not to look at, uh, 
and walk away from it, believing that maybe Joe Biden is profiting off of being in office. At the very least, his family seems to be making money off of him being a senior official. Uh, And maybe some of that money is getting to him directly. And it's not just the grift. It's not just that we should be offended that somebody is taking money uh, from these foreign entities and making money because their dad was the vice president of the United States and is now the president. This is something, and this has been publicly reported, that the Chinese Communist Party uh, does uh, deliberately and very systematically. They seek out people who are close to prominent people, or they identify people who are early in their political careers, uh, and they try to buy influence with them. They uh, make investments uh, in companies that they're involved with. Um, they, uh, they hire them, uh, and it's a way of, of directly influencing foreign policy, uh, in foreign, in foreign countries. There's a very long piece that was written, uh, about the way the Chinese Communist Party or the People's Republic are, are using those sorts of techniques in New Zealand, uh, to influence uh, a country that's an American ally but to shift it away from the rest of the Five Eyes Coalition. These are the the countries that we uh, work with most closely on security uh, to try to have it more aligned with the interests of the People's Republic of China. And so, you know, the the Hunter Biden stuff ought to be uh, front page in every newspaper. There ought to be deep dives done by every serious journalist, because I think Americans deserve to know, are the Chinese using uh, business dealings with Hunter as a way of influencing American foreign policy. Because, make no mistake about it, the People's Republic of China is our enemy. Not the Chinese people, but the People's Republic of China, the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, they uh, would like to see America's decline. They'd like to see a dramatic American decline in our influence in the world. And they're going to use every uh, thing that they have at their disposal uh, to make that happen. So uh, we deserve to know. I think the treatment of the Hunter Biden story was absolutely shameful. And uh, I hope when Republicans take back control of Congress, uh, we will see an awful lot more uh, about that and an awful lot more uh, investigation into it. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard Gibbert here on Middays, coming to you from the Element Wealth Studios on Super Talk Mississippi. Coming up next, Senator Roger Wicker. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. Not as many as last month, but more jobs were added back to the American economy in March. Fox's Jared Halpern. U.S. employers added 431,000 jobs last month, and the Labor Department says that helped bring down the unemployment rate to 3.6%, the lowest level since the start of the pandemic two years ago. And the labor force has recovered all but 174,000 of the 22 million jobs lost over the coronavirus pandemic. Police officers are shot and killed in Pennsylvania and Texas. In Pennsylvania, two Lebanon 
Oakland City police officers were hurt and one was killed during a shooting while they responded to a domestic disturbance called yesterday afternoon. Harris County, Texas Sheriff's Deputy Darren Elmendarez died last night after being shot in a Houston suburb while trying to stop three men from stealing the catalytic converter off his truck outside a grocery store. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Fox confirms White House spokeswoman Jen Psaki will be taking an on-air job at MSNBC. America's listening to Fox News. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank. In your corner. Member FDIC. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Thursday, President Biden announced a move he hopes will lower gas prices. Today, I'm authorizing the release of one million barrels per day for the next six months, over 180 million barrels. For the strategic from the from the strategic petroleum reserve, Congressman Michael Gass says it's clearly a political move, and the effect will be minimal. Uh, if the president really wants to do something about lowering gas prices, uh, he would open up federal lands to drilling. Uh, he would uh, re uh, re look at some of the pipelines uh, that his administration uh, has kept bottled up, not only Keystone XL but others. There are ways in which we can once again become an energy independent nation, like we were under President Donald Trump. Guest went on to say we've become dependent on countries that hate us to supply our oil. He stresses that energy independence is a national security issue. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey, Bob. You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know, man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law, and it's just the right thing to do. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit Toro.com slash Zero Turn to find yours. Senator Roger Wicker joined Fox Business to discuss the invasion of Ukraine and Russian President Vladimir Putin's growing distrust of his senior military advisors. This is again so much like uh, Adolf Hitler in in, uh, 70 years ago in World War II. Uh, um, Unable 
to to be sure they could give the Fuhrer bad news for uh, uh, fear of what he would do. Wicker met with members of the Ukrainian parliament Wednesday. They told us what they need, and, and frankly, they say we're not getting it. So there's a disconnect with what we're hearing from our military team and our State Department team and what we're being told by the government that's actually fighting this war with boots on the ground. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is up to $70 million. Saturday night's Powerball drawing is at $222 million and three new scratch-off games will be available starting Tuesday. The biggest rock show of the year is here. CPR Fest 20. All day this Saturday. Outside on the front lawn of the Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. With three doors down live. Seether. Bad Flower. Nonpoint. Giovanni and the Hired Guns. Dead Poets Society. Monster Energy Drink and Miller Lite. Welcome to CPR Fest 20. Featuring the CPR Fest homegrown stage. Come party with thousands. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Coliseum box office right up till showtime. 11 bands for just 35 bucks plus fees. Don't miss this one. It's CPR Fest 20 this Saturday. Gates open at 1.30. Hey, it's Richard Groff. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Morning, everybody. This is Lucian Smith. I guess it's now technically good afternoon, but it's still Lucian Smith here in for Gerard Gibbard on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios on Super Talk Mississippi. It's my great pleasure and honor to have our senior United States Senator uh, Roger Wicker coming to us from Washington. Hello, Senator Wicker. How are you? Hey, Lucian. How you doing? I'm doing well. Glad to be with you. Appreciate your taking the time to to be with us. How's Washington? Uh, uh, the um, the House is in session. The Senate uh, went home last night, but I'm sticking around to do a little work before well, I get back. Well, I, I know we've talked about this before, but um, you obviously pay close attention to uh, what happens at the Department of Defense, uh, the, the Department of Defense budget uh, being part of that. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, President Biden's uh, budget proposal for for DOD uh, for twenty three. President Biden's budget proposal is not adequate. Uh, we're in a very dangerous situation, not only with Russia. We, we've seen an unprovoked attack on one of our friends. We um, are necessarily involved, and we need to give our Ukrainian friends uh, every advantage that they can. But also that the so called pacing threat is still in the Pacific. Um, 
and uh, and with China, and 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 we're just not ready for either one of those challenges. The the president's budget doesn't keep up with inflation. Inflation now is about seven percent. The president's uh, budget assumes that inflation will be about two and a half percent. So it's just based on a fiction. And and when you look at the real numbers, we have less security from this budget because we don't even keep up with inflation. As I understand it, it used to be the policy of, of the U.S. to to attempt to spend and invest enough to ensure we had permanent military superiority uh, in the world. I mean, it is, it is the failure of the Biden budget proposal, do you think that's ideologically driven? I mean, is that about accepting American decline on the world stage, or is it just a function of priorities? Maybe that's Maybe that's a false distinction. Uh, you know, I think there's a bit of gamesmanship. I, I think he expects us to increase military spending. So he's asked for a whole lot of domestic spending, a lot of Green New Deal. And I think he thinks um, we're going to have to go uh, with what he wants there so he can concede to at least uh, getting us a little ahead of inflation. But look, we're, we are not ready um, to defend our friends in Taiwan and the Pacific, um, and this is not anything that's secret. The RAND Corporation has done an analysis, and they say the United States could lose a war against China and the Pacific. Uh, but we're, so we're going to have to build up our forces to the point where we would win a war against China, and that's the best way to avoid having any sort of conflict in the Pacific. And we're just not there with these numbers, no question about it. And the, the good thing about it is, uh, we we have Democrats and Republicans on the Armed Services Committee who understand that. Now they're they're a bunch out in the in the Senate as a whole um, who are not quite as interested in, in national defense. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, I, I'm hopeful, as I know you are, that Republicans will retake the Senate in November. That that we'll have a uh, Roger Wicker will be the chairman of of the Senate Armed Services Committee. But in in the interim, do you think there's the will among the Democrats uh, who control the Senate and the House, for that matter, to spend enough money uh, to make sure America uh, has enough to protect our allies and our interests around the world? I, I think so, and, and and but but it's going to be difficult. We have to do it by kicking and screaming and pushing and pulling. When we passed the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, late last year, finally, so that we, that for, uh, we, we wouldn't miss an NDAA for the first time in, in decades and decades, um, we actually were able to increase defense spending a little bit. We're, we'll be able to do that, I think. And yes, if Republicans win a majority, um, in November, um, I am in line to be chairman of the Armed Services Committee. It's a great tradition that Mississippi has with John Stennis having served in that position uh, uh, back when he was um, an incumbent. Well, it, it would certainly be great for Mississippi to, to have the chairman of the Armed Services Committee, but I, I also think it would be great for America to have Roger Wicker uh, as the chairman of the Armed Services Committee, because I, d- I do think you get the important role that America, the stabilizing role we play in the world, and, and the need to uh, to spend and prepare uh, for war as a way of avoiding it, uh, which I'm not sure is true of a lot of people on the other side of the aisle up there. Right, yeah, it, it, it's wonderful that we... That we have the shipyards and we have the we have the bases from uh, north to south. That's a great economic engine, no question about it. But um, the main thing is, of course, um, defending our country and and in so doing, um, in, 
ensuring another generation of peace. So um, that, that's the main thing. And, and we are, frankly, just not getting the job done. And, and this disaster in Afghanistan, uh, it, it, it ju- not only did it demoralize our troops, um, it, it made our people have questions about our commander-in-chief, but it's, it made a statement worldwide. Uh, is the United States equal to the task of being the leader of the free world? And, and so we're, there's a lot of stuff we need to rectify. And in the meantime, we need to do whatever we can uh, with our friends in NATO to see um, that Vladimir Putin is defeated and that our Ukrainian friends win the war and are able to protect their sovereign territory. And to me, that's very important for uh, for this year, but also for uh, for the future of preventing conflicts and preventing the sort of uh, aggression um, by a, a European dictator in the future. Do you think the Do you think Putin was more comfortable doing this with Joe Biden as president because he saw the sort of weak responses to Russian aggression when Joe Biden was vice president and part of the Obama administration? I, I think he made a calculated decision, and, and also based on Afghanistan. Um, but, but it's it's hard to it's hard to know um, uh, what goes on in the, in the mind of Vladimir Putin, except that he's gotten away with it. Vladimir Putin is the neighborhood bully <laughs> who's never gotten a bloody nose. Now, this last five weeks, Putin has gotten a bloody nose. Uh, he, he may yet win the war. We don't. The, the issue is in doubt. But but he will not. Uh, leave this unscathed and and my actually my hat is off my admiration uh deep down in 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 to the down to my toes goes to these ukrainian folks who are doing nothing more than defending their own land and standing up to um what what we viewed as world superpower you have to you have to wish them uh every um every success and we need to give them everything we can and and uh, frankly I, I think sometimes we've been a little slow um, pushing stuff uh, not only to Eastern Europe, but get, getting it across the border to where it can be helpful. And when you talk about providing support to, to Ukraine, I mean, is there is there a limit? I mean, does that go all the way to, to some sort of uh, no-fly zone enforced by the U.S. and its allies in Ukraine, or is that a, is that a bridge too far? You know, there, there's a way to do that ground-based, and... Um, and, and so I, here's what I think we should be doing. I think we should facilitate getting the the MiGs that our allies have over into Ukraine. Now, our, the people in our Pentagon say, well, they don't really need them and they've got plenty. But that's not what the Ukrainians say. And they're the ones fighting the war. They're the boots on the ground and they're the ones trying to, to protect their airspace. So um, if we have the ability to help get those Polish MiGs and uh, Czech MiGs into Ukraine, uh, we ought to do it and and let them make that decision. But also, um, the surface-to-air protection that we can also help escort across the border into Ukraine uh, is another way to to protect the, um, the the airspace. We would not tolerate a city like Mariupol um, being shelled to rubble as the Russians have done. It's, it's nothing It's nothing strategic about it. They have simply decided to make an example of uh, this city of over 300,000.
thousand people. We would not tolerate that. And I think we should give the Ukrainians and facilitate our NATO allies, giving the Ukrainians everything they can so that they can prevent this sort of thing from happening in the future. It, it's, it's an atrocity. It's a war crime here in 2022 that we thought we'd never see in our lifetimes. Well, Senator Wicker, thank you for uh, all you do for our state generally, and thank you for being such an outspoken advocate for America's role in the world and the the importance of uh, us supporting uh, the the people and the leadership of Ukraine uh, and continuing to make sure our military has what they need to be uh, an effective fighting force around the world. Appreciate your taking the, the time to be with us today. Thank you, Lucian, and tell, tell Gerard uh, hello, and look forward to seeing you all uh, back home soon. That sounds great. Thank you again, Senator Wicker. Uh, this is Lucian Smith in for Gerard Gibbert uh, here in the Element Wealth Studios uh, on Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 69. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 45. Your Saturday, a beautiful day, mostly sunny, high near 77. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 48. And for your Sunday, picture-perfect, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pelium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pelium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. 
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Lucian Smith here in the Element Wealth Studios in for Gerard Gibbard on Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us this afternoon. We're uh, closing in on the weekend here on a good, beautiful Friday afternoon. Um, you know, Rhino, it's funny that it, you know this. You're, you're supposed to start talking before the music ends uh, after these commercial breaks. And, and uh, sometimes the music is so good, <laughs> I, I can't bring myself. I don't know how you interrupt Aretha. I mean, you kind of got to let her finish, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it's tough to step on it. Yeah. Now, there have been a few times where it's been going uh, when I've been on from time to time. And I thought, I, you know what? I'm just uh, maybe I'm going to get a talking to. But I'm, I'm letting it go clear to silence, and then I'm then I'm coming in because the song the music's too good. We'll appreciate uh, Senator Wicker uh, coming on with us. I, I think the the Ukraine situation uh, is something you know everybody's paying attention to right now because uh, I think everybody's worried. You know, I, I get these calls. I'm sure you do too from people who say, I mean, you know, are we are we going to have a nuclear war? Do I need to stock up on iodine tablets and uh, canned food and that sort of thing? I, I don't think that's very likely. Um, but, you know, you want to think that there are thoughtful people uh, in Washington uh, who are carefully thinking about what do we do next. Um, and I agree with Senator Wicker that the the president Zelensky of Ukraine uh, really has just been an inspiration to a lot of folks. The way that he's resisted uh, the the efforts by Russia um, to to bring down his country. You know, the, the best story of that, best example of that to me, as I understand it, the West uh, offered to to fly him out of Ukraine and take him somewhere safe. Uh, it was well known that there was uh, there, there were mercenaries. Uh, and this has been publicly reported that there were mercenaries inside of Ukraine who'd been sent there by the Russians to kill Zelensky. Um, and there are a lot of leaders, and you certainly saw this in Afghanistan after we, we pulled out so abruptly. Um, but there have been a lot of leaders who would have said, you know what, I'm going to get on that private plane. I'm going to fly to the West. Maybe I'm going to grab a little of this money that belongs to the state on the way out of town and, and go be safe at a penthouse in Paris. Uh, and Zelensky has stayed there at great 
personal risk to himself. And so I do think he's been an, an inspiration. I think, and I wish we'd had more time to talk about it. I do think the question we have to ask ourselves uh, as Americans is, is what is the limit? What is the, the point that's too far? You know, we, we have treaty obligations to NATO. Uh, so if, if you're a NATO country who was attacked by uh, the Russians, we have a, a, an obligation under Article 5 of the NATO treaty uh, to uh, to respond. Uh, and so an attack on any NATO country uh, is an attack uh, on the United States. The, the one time that Article 5 has been invoked was after September 11th. Um, and so, you know, the difference here is Ukraine is not a NATO country. Uh, and my understanding uh, of public source American intelligence or declassified American intelligence um, is that that NATO membership by Ukraine bothers all elements, uh, virtually all elements of the Russian military establishment, not just the, the folks who, who might be sort of knuckle-dragging imperialists, but even the, the people who privately would be critical of, of Putin generally, uh, that, that Ukraine joining NATO bothers them because that's literally an American ally on their doorsteps. And so I think we have to ask ourselves, you know, what is how far are we willing to go um, because at some point we commit ourselves uh, to troops only effectively commit ourselves to the possibility of troops on the ground in Ukraine or other American military assets being used against Russia, which is absolutely going to bring Russian military assets against the U.S. and its allies. Uh, and there's some scary escalation potential. And so that, I think, is the the biggest question uh, that everybody thinking about this has to be asking themselves is what is the what is the distance we're, we're willing to go? But I absolutely agree with Senator Wicker that uh, Putin has gotten away with it. He got away with it uh, when he annexed parts of Georgia at the tail end of the Bush administration. He got away with it uh, under uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden when he annexed uh, Crimea. Um, and you saw it in Syria. Um, Syria, the, the Obama administration said very clearly that if uh, Bashar al-Assad, who's the president of Syria, who's backed by the Russians, if he used uh, if he used chemical weapons against his people, that was a red line that the U.S. wouldn't tolerate. And I think with Russian backing, Assad did that uh, as a way of testing American metal, and we did nothing. And it sent this clear signal to the the thugs of the world, like uh, Vladimir Putin, that they could do what they wanted, and that there wouldn't be consequences from America. And so I, I think uh, I think Senator Wicker is absolutely right. Vladimir Putin hadn't gotten punched square in the face, uh, and that's the way you deal with a bully: you punch him square in the face, and you let him know there are going to be consequences for their action. And I, I hope we do everything we can. Uh, short of uh, starting World War III uh, to, to show Vladimir Putin and the other uh, thugs of the world, uh, like Xi Jinping in, in China, that there are consequences uh, for bad actions and that America is going to make those consequences real along with our allies. So uh, I'm, I'm hopeful uh, that that's what we'll do. Uh, shifting gears for a second, it's been really I have uh, enjoyed, may not be the right word, but, you know, Madison Cawthorn, this uh, representative from North Carolina, he, he took Mark Meadows' seat in the House. Uh, he is the young guy. I think he's the, currently the youngest member of Congress. And he is somebody, he's wheelchair bound. Uh, a lot of us viewed as sort of the future 
uh, of the conservative movement uh, or one of the people who could have a really bright future. And that that is unraveling very rapidly. I think we're discovering that he's just not up for the task. Um, He gave an interview uh, late last week where he suggested that he had seen members of Congress using illicit drugs. Uh, he, he had suggested that he had been invited to uh, parties of an adult nature. I'll, I'm going to leave it at that since we are a family uh, a family program here. Uh, but somebody said, you know, how real is, is House of Cards? This podcast he was on asked him how real was House of Cards, which is this sort of salacious, uh, sort of a soap opera about politics that obviously wasn't very real. And, and Cawthorn spun these yarns about uh, the wild lives that people in Congress were living. And people were quick to point out that Cawthorn doesn't really uh, spend any time uh, with uh, Democrats, that he he hangs out almost exclusively uh, with Republican elected officials. And so to the extent that he is suggesting that there are members of Congress living these salacious, drug-filled lives, he was talking about Republican members of Congress. So Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader, pulled him in. And apparently when McCarthy called him on it, uh, he said that it was an exaggeration. And that the uh, the the member of Congress he'd seen using drugs, well, maybe it was a staffer, and maybe that staffer was in a parking garage, and maybe that parking garage was about a football field away from he was, from where he was. So I think what we're discovering is that Madison Cawthorn he lied to get attention, and it, you know. Elected officials, not knocking them, they generally want to find a way to be in the story. It's good politics for them. If they're doing good things, uh, they want to make sure that people know about it. But Cawthorn seems to have this sort of compulsion to make headlines, uh, and he's doing it in a way that's A, dishonest, and B, that's harmful to the Republican cause, because that's the sort of thing that's going to get people beat uh, unless it's true. And people have said, and I think they're absolutely right, members of Congress have said he either needs to name names, Tell the people who invited him to these salacious parties. Tell the people who were engaged in drug use in his presence. uh, Or he needs to admit that he lied to everybody. And I think what we all know, and I I don't know this for a fact, but I feel relatively confident, is Cawthorn was lying. Because it was a good way to get his name in the newspapers, to fire up a bunch of people and help him uh, raise money and get his name out there. And that's the reason you see people like Tom Tillis, uh, one of the senators from North Carolina, have endorsed his primary opponent. And quite frankly, even though I know he remains very popular with people who may not be fully exposed uh, to uh, to his lies. It's why uh, I hope uh, I hope he does get beat in this primary. Because what we need are great young people who understand conservative principles, who are willing to roll up their sleeves and and work to advance those conservative principles. What we don't need uh, are a bunch of people who are only there to get their face on television, only there to have their name in print, uh, only there seeking uh, attention uh, everywhere they can get it. And I, th- I think Cawthorn uh, has sort of shown to us which one of those he is. He's somebody who's mostly interested in attention and not particularly interested uh, in getting things done, and that's just the last thing that we need. Uh, I hope you'll stick with us after this break. We've got uh, Senator Josh Harkins, the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, here to talk about what has been a very, very busy week uh, for the Mississippi legislature. Uh, and uh, we're, we're coming into a close of the legislature, so looking forward to talking to Josh. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard on middays here in the Element Wealth Studios on Super Talk Mississippi.
Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Your Mississippi Braves are back at Trustmark Park to defend their league title in 2022. Help us celebrate during the opening weekend, April 8th through 10th. First 1,000 fans on Friday, April 8th receive a championship pint glass and stay after the game for post-game fireworks. Early arriving fans on Saturday, April 9th will get a magnetic schedule plus stay after the game for another post-game fireworks show. The opening homestand concludes with Sunday Family Fun Day on April 10th with a 2.05 p.m. matinee. For tickets and more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote Spring is here at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Join us for our open house Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. Join us Friday, April 1st with the Makita Driving Innovation Tour Trailer all day and good things with Rebecca Turner broadcasting live from 2 to 3 p.m. Then get your hands dirty on Saturday, April the 2nd with Buy One, Get One Bonnie Plants and the Garden Mama Nellie Neal from 8 to 10 a.m. Food, fun, door prizes, live music, and great deals can't be beat. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. What are the best-dressed homes wearing this spring? Miskelly Furniture. And during spring refresh days, it's a breeze to freshen up your home. Save up to $300 off the latest trends in home fashion. How about some mid-century modern? Or try something unexpected and spread your payments out over five years. Add the elegance of traditional dining or splash color all over a room. With savings like these, updating your home isn't just easy. It's so much fun during spring refresh days at all Miskelly locations. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Thursday, President Biden announced a move he hopes will lower gas prices. Today, I'm authorizing the release of one million barrels per day for the next six months, over 180 million barrels for the strategic from the from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Congressman Michael Gass says it's clearly a political move and the effect will be minimal. Uh, if the president really wants to do something about lowering gas prices, uh, he would open up federal lands to drilling. Uh, he would uh, re, uh, re-look at some of the pipelines uh, that his administration uh, has kept bottled up, not only Keystone XL but others. There are ways in which we can once again become an energy independent nation like we were under President Donald Trump. Guest went on to say we've become dependent on countries that hate us to supply our oil. He stresses that energy independence is a national security issue. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
at Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everybody, this is Lucian Smith here in for Gerard on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios here on Super Talk Mississippi. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Uh, with us in the studio, uh, we've got Senator Josh Harkins, the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee. Josh, how are you doing? I'm well, Lucian. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. I, I know this has been touch and go for a while. I know it's been a busy uh, busy couple weeks for y'all. It, it's been a lot of long hours here, and that's usually the way it is at the end of the session, uh, trying to cram a lot of... Uh, a lot of stuff at the at the end of the session, and you know, we the budget we typically try to wait as long as you can uh, to get March revenue numbers in to to really have a good picture of where we're going to be, and so uh, it's nothing unusual, but it's just uh, there's a lot to, a lot to cram in here at the last uh, week or so. Well, I, n- I know y'all don't uh, y'all don't complain about this, but I will say as somebody who who does follow very closely what y'all do, I, I'm aware, and I hope people who listen to the show realize that it is a sacrifice being in the legislature, especially if you're in a senior role. I mean that it's it's a lot of late nights where you're not with your kids, you're not with your family, you're you're up there uh, trying to trying to get things as, done as best as you can, and I, I know that that wears on folks after a while. It, it does, it, but you know we're a citizen legislature. Most everybody is if they're not retired, they uh, they have day jobs and they have jobs to go back home to. So I, I think uh, by this time of the session, everybody's ready to go back to work <laughs> and uh, get back to a normal routine. Well, we, uh, I think the, the biggest, I know finance has been very busy, uh, this, this year, uh, but I think the biggest news is probably that the, the tax cut got worked out. Absolutely. Uh, 
you know, I think when we step back away from this session and do a postmortem here in a couple, you know, a month or two, we're going to look back on this session and realize the significance of what we've accomplished this year. I mean, th- you think about it, not only the, the tax cut that we'll talk about, but uh, the largest uh, teacher pay raise in state history. Um, you've got $1.8 billion of ARPA. Uh, funds that are going to go to 82 counties and hundreds of cities and towns across the state to help uh, with uh, infrastructure needs, uh, road and bridge. Uh, there's there's a lot of investment that's being made in the state, in our infrastructure, in our uh, workforce training, in our universities and uh, community colleges. So um, it, it's exciting, and I think what it sometimes gets lost in in all the the things that are being hyped up at the moment, but there's a lot of good legislation that's being passed and considered that uh, will hopefully have a, a continuing positive impact. And, and it's something we've said from the beginning, like this is an opportunity to do something for generation, generational change, for something for the long term. And I, I think we're we're getting close to seeing that to fruition. It's going to be exciting uh, time to kind of come look back after we get out of here and let the dust settle and see all the good things that we've uh, accomplished. Well, you want to walk us through a little bit what that final tax cut looks like? It's uh, sure more more complicated than, uh, than well. Than co- it, it's gone through uh, a lot of iterations. There's been several different proposals, and there's a lot of different levers you can pull when it comes to uh, income tax. Uh, there's personal, there's corporate, there's grocery tax, there's uh, you know gas tax that was considerate uh, that was considered. Um, but what we what we ended on was, and this was after a joint legislative budget hearing where our state economists got up and spoke and talked about not only uh, the Mississippi economy but the, the the macro economy of the country and and what kind of the trends are indicating to economists and. And that's what we really have to go off of. We have to rely on our state economists and our legislative budget office to really guide uh, and, and give us some some bumpers to kind of stay between in order to do whatever we all all the priorities we need to do and, and to kind of look at what the revenue picture looks like and what the forecast on jobs and, and kind of what the economy is looking like. So what we settled on and what we agreed to and, and ultimately have passed and sent to the governor is a four-year, $525 million tax cut. And right now – uh, anybody that pays taxes on income, the first $5,000 was at 3%, and we wiped that out with the 2016 tax cut. So above your uh, exemptions and deductions, your first $5,000 is not taxed now. The next 5000 between five and $10,000, is taxed at 4%. We've eliminated that this next year. One year, we're going to do away with the 4% bracket. That's $200 to everybody. Okay. Um, then the second year, we take our top marginal rate, which is 5% on personal income, and we lower it to 47 in the second year. In the third year, we lower it to 4.4%. And in the fourth year, we lower it to 4% of flat tax. That'll put us like five or six in the country in the lowest uh, marginal tax rate uh, for states. And I think it's a, it's a measured stepped approach that kind of lets us take a bite of the apple, digest it. We'll come back in a couple of years and see what the economy looks like, see where we are fiscally in our state, see how things are going and, and what priorities or things that we have to do out there that um, that we'll have a better picture of in, in three or four years. And I think that's a question a lot of people have. I mean, there are a lot of us, myself included, who'd love to see Mississippi eventually completely eliminate uh, the income tax. Mm-hmm. Sort of two questions for you. I mean, where are you on total elimination of the of the income tax, and and does does this plan necessarily prevent us 
from eliminating the income tax in the future. Absolutely not. This is, I mean, if, if you're for eliminating the income tax, this is the first step. I mean, we were reducing our, our income tax rate to 4%, getting rid of the 4% rate uh, bracket, which now a married couple filing jointly won't pay income tax above your exemption deductions up to $26,600. They won't pay any income tax in the state of Mississippi. So it's the first start. I mean, it's it's one-third of our revenue that our, our um, state runs off of. So it's not like you can just eliminate it in one year and be done with it. It has to be a measured approach. And I think that's one thing that we've, we've always stated is that, like, look, let's take a bite of the apple. We'll come back and assess and look and see what uh, how we want to proceed. And so um, – I think it's a it's a noble goal that gives the the working Mississippian more their money back. Um, but I, I've talked to a lot of Mississippians and and they want their taxes lower. But they also want to make sure that we're taking care of the priorities. That I mean, everybody has their own opinion about what the priority is. Uh, right. Depends on what you're passionate about. But I think you know education. You look at the strides we've made in education. We just passed the largest teacher pay raise, two hundred fifty million dollars. Um, you look at uh, the needs we have in corrections, mental health, child protective services, where we are under two court orders and skating on the third one. We've made significant investments in those areas. Uh, and it, quite frankly, it, it, it's going to take money to get us out of those uh, predicaments that we're in. Um, you know, our workforce training, our workforce participation rate in this state is at a, is one of the lowest in the countries. We have to get that up. Getting our workforce participation up and having jobs that people are trained and, and educated and ready to go into will help our situation. So, you know, more people working means more people are making money, more people are paying taxes, the revenues will be going up, um, and that will give us the room to not only fund the priorities we need, but also to give some of that back to the taxpayer that gets up in the morning, goes to work, and pays it. You know, I know the answer to this question because I, I, I know you. I know, uh, as I think a lot of our listeners do, know that you are a, a true conservative. But I, I think the the Senate's, the, the Senate's reticence to go along with a, a total elimination of the income tax, I think, sometimes got framed up as you or the Senate not wanting to see a tax cut uh, at all. I mean, you, you no, yeah, that's not the case. I mean, we, we've had ideas of tax cuts. Now, let's keep in mind, we're also, I mean, this is the largest tax cut in our state's history. We're still, we haven't even absorbed $240 million of the last largest tax cut in our state history. So for the next six years, not only are we eliminating the $525 million I just spoke about, but there's an additional $240 million of, of business franchise tax that we're uh, going to be absorbing. So it's a significant amount of money that we are, are foregoing, and we're still maintaining, paying our teachers, doing the things that we've talked about. So I, I think you have to take that in, into consideration that there's still another tax cut that we haven't even finished absorbing yet, and here we are doing another tax cut. So I think that shows you that we are uh, committed to to giving money back to taxpayers, but it needs to be in a measured approach. And that's, that's the point we were trying to make is why are we going to lock ourselves into a 20-year program that we you know may or may not know how long it takes to do it let's take a bite of the apple this has no triggers this has no tax increases we're basically making sure that we're living within our means and we're giving relief where we where we want to give relief but i I would also submit to you lucian you look around the country what are other states doing every state in this country is flush with cash right now there's so many uh the federal transfers to states have just left the coffers flush with cash and people i think have a kind of a misconception about that money and and the 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 recurrence of it but you look at what other states are doing across the country. Arkansas has cut their rate from five four 
down to four uh, five nine down to four nine by twenty twenty five. Idaho's cut their top marginal rate from six point five to six and another rate from three point one to three. Iowa will transition from eight point five down to a three point nine uh, in about four years. Uh, Missouri cuts their rate from 5.4 to 4.8. That's 60 basis points by 2028. You look at Montana cutting their rate by 1% uh, or a half a percent in three years. North Carolina is going from 4.9 to 3.9 over five years. Uh, same with Utah. Utah only cut theirs by 10 basis points. And Indiana, who people loud as a uh, loud as a conservative state, their income tax rate is three point two three. Over six years, they cut it to two point nine. So we're cutting ours a full point. We're eliminating a tax bracket, and we're giving Mississippians more of their money back. And it's a four year plan. Oh, that's great. Well, look, we're coming up against a break. You got time to stick Absolutely. with us for one more second? Absolutely. Well, thanks, Josh. This is Lucian Smith in in for Gerard here on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios here on Super Talk Mississippi. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Devil here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Antifreeze. Don't drink that. Why? Because it'll kill you. Oh. This message brought to you by the United States Department of Condescending Paternalism. everybody. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard Gibbard here on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios here on Super Talk Mississippi. I, I, I will let me respond to one of the good people on the text line here who says uh, I'm a member of the swamp because I've called Madison Cawthorn uh, a liar. And I'll just tell you this. The only person I'm taking at their word on faith is Jesus Christ and everybody else better bring receipts. And Madison Cawthorn doesn't seem to be willing to show them. And so I think he's a liar. And I tell you what, if he does come forward with some proof, I'll eat my shoe here in the studio and I invite you to listen into it. Look, here with me now uh, is still the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, uh, Josh Harkins. Josh, thanks for being with us. I want to come watch that if that happens. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any risk of it. It'll no. be a little shoe, though. Yeah. Um, so we were talking before about the, the tax cut, and yeah. one thing you and I were talking about off the air is how, uh, the, how how important fiscal conservatism is to you and I think is to a lot of our legislative yeah. leadership. Yeah, I think you know one of the things that gets lost in all this is about what you know the tax cuts and, and what we're uh, – Sending back to taxpayers, but also look at at the fiscal conservatism on the on our spending side. One thing that we're doing this year is we're not bonding. We're not going to borrow three. We on average about every year about two hundred eighty five to three hundred million dollars in bonds are issued every year for 
um, you know, IHL, uh, community colleges for buildings, Bureau of Buildings across our state. I mean, the, the government owns hundreds of buildings that we have to maintain, keep, uh, roof projects, air conditioning. All these things happen. And inflation doesn't only hit us individually. It hits the government, too. But bonding is about, you know, around $285, $300 million a year. And we are doing things like, you know, keeping up our buildings and providing for projects, whether it's road projects in communities across our state. But we're not doing a bond bill this year. So that's $300 million of debt that we're not adding on to our debt. Right now, we're about four point, uh, I think $4.416 billion in debt. Wow. We're going to pay off $294 million this year. This year, we're making $436 million of principal and interest payments on our debt. We're going to lower that by about $294 million this year. If there's excess money, which there looks like there's going to be based on the numbers that are coming this year, we're going to have the ability not to have a bond bill next year. That would be an additional $280, $300 million. So you're looking at reducing your debt by about $600 million, additionally paying off $308 million of principal next year. So what does that do? That frees up about $60 million in debt service payments that you're not making on new debt to use for priorities that we need to uh, to address. So we're lowering our debt. We're, we're saving on debt service, which we're able to apply to other issues. So it's, it's trying to create less of a um, kind of a need for recurring revenue where we can cut taxes. And so I think that's the part that it, people don't realize, and they say, well, there's still excess money. that Y'all going to have a lot of money left over. We're going to use that money instead of going to the bank and borrowing it and paying interest on, on that principal with rates going up. Uh, we're going to you know basically pay cash for it. And so – Hopefully, over time, not only are we reducing our debt, and I think our statutory debt limit is like thirteen or fourteen billion dollars. I think that's right. So, debt to you know what we're allowed to have and what we have is is very responsible. We're in a good position that in that regard, and I think you know look, we're we're going to save uh, you know close to sixty million dollars a year on debt service by not having a bond bill over this year and next year. So that's something that we'll look into uh, doing, and I think that's a good fiscal uh, conservative principle to adhere to. Well, there, there are a few people on the text line have asked about uh, Senate Bill 2844, which is the legislation having to do with the alcoholic beverage control warehouse. Yes. Where, where did the legislature end up there, or have you ended up somewhere? We, I, I believe we're filing a conference report uh, today that uh, Senator Chris Johnson has been working very hard, and I think uh, Representative Gates uh, in the House and Representative Lamar have also been working on with him, and I think we're going to be taking that up Monday. Um, and so I... I I have met with him briefly on it. There's a few particulars they're working on to, to finalize, but they're going to be filing a, a report today on that and okay. getting ready to address that issue on Monday. And you've talked – we only have a couple minutes here, but I know you've talked a fair amount about uh, ARPA spending. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, where do you think we're going to end up in terms of how the ARPA money gets spent? Look, there, there are a lot of um, needs across our state for water, sewer, stormwater, uh, infrastructure work, and this is going to address – a lot of those. I think that there's about $750 million in play that we're going to allocate towards cities, counties, water associations across our state. Um, there's uh, money for uh, a whole host of issues. And uh, Senator Polk has done a great job in the Senate. I know he's worked with some House colleagues. Uh, but Senator Polk has, has done an excellent job that I've, I've spoken with uh, really putting some plans in place to put that money to good use. And, and our counties and our cities across our state will have the option to, to put some of their ARPA funds that they got and show us, you know, look, this is a priority for us. This is where we're spending our money. Come alongside us and, and help us 
to uh, fix some of these issues that we're facing. So, look for, and, and look, that helps makes our cities and, and counties better suited for development. Uh, you know, getting sewer out to places uh, for development is a good thing, and, and hope it's going to help uh, make the attractiveness of coming and locating here in Mississippi a, a, a better option. Well, Josh, thank you for uh, spending this time with us, and everybody listening, thank you for spending the last three hours here with us. This is Lucian Smith in for Gerard Gibbard in the Element Wealth Studios here on Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. Y'all have a good weekend. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.